الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه وخليله وخيرته من خلقه وامينه على وحيه ارسله ربه رحمه للعالمين وحجه على خلقه وعبادي اجمعين واسال الله ان يجعلنا من صالح امته وان يحشرنا يوم القيامه في زمرتي ثم اما بعد اولا يا عباد الله اوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون كما وصى الله سبحانه وتعالى عباده في كتاب العزيز بعد ان اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ولقد وصينا الذين اوتوا الكتاب من قبلكم واياكم ان اتقوا الله first and foremost of states of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I advise myself and yourself to observe the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in open and in secret and to fear him as he ought to be feared for indeed those who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they are the successful ones in this life and the next ayyuhan nas ibadallah شهر رمضان هو شهر القران بنص القران the month of ramadan it is the month of of the quran and the quran explicitly mentions this to us وفي تعج المساجد بايات تتلى and during the month of ramadan the masajid it is filled with the recitation of the book of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وفيه يعود الى تلاوته من يهجر طوال العام and during this month those who abandoned the quran during the other months of the year returns to the book of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they recite it and they ponder over it and they reflect وفي يمكث الناس في المساجد ادبار ادبار الصلوات يترنمون به And during this month the people after the daily prayers they stay behind in the masajid and they recite the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and during this month the believers eagerness and his diligence increases to complete a complete recitation of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just like during this month the elderly and the young the men and the women they vie with one another with complete point with relation to reciting the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ibadallah the quran has many attributes which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has affirmed for his book and these attributes it shows us the fadl it shows us the virtue of the book of Allah it shows us its azama it shows us its reverence and it shows us it's nafa it's benefit and if man takes towards the benefits found in the book of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he will elevate himself and from the attributes of the book of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that allah azza wa jalla mentioned that his book 
it is a shifa. That the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is a cure. And this description has been mentioned in many places in the Quran. Allah Azawajal mentioned in three different verses that the Quran, it is a shifa. Allah Azawajal said, Ya ayyuhal nas, qad ja'atkum maw'idatum min rabbikum, wa shifa'un lima fi sudur wa hudaw wa rahmatun lil mu'mineen. Allah Azawajal said, O oh man, and he addressed mankind in general. Certainly, a great admonition has come to you from your Rabb. And a cure for that which lies in the breast. And that is the heart. And this book, it is a guidance and it is a mercy for the believers. Allah Azawajal mentioned in another place in the his book, وَنُنَّزِلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَلَا يَزِدُ الظَّالِمِينَ إِلَّا خَسَارًا Allah said that we have revealed in this Qur'an مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ that wherein there is a cure وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ and a mercy for the believers وَلَا يَزِيدُ الظَّالِمِينَ إِلَّا خَسَارًا But on the flip side of this, this book, which elevates the believers, it only increases the wrongdoers and the oppressors in loss. And Qatad and Hassan, alayhima rahmatullah, they said, مَا جَالَسَ الْقُرْآنَ أَحَدٌ إِلَّا قَامَ مِنْ إِنْدِهِ بِزِيَادَةٍ أَوْ نُقْصَانٍ That no person Years the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he years its recitation except that after this gathering he either increased in his faith or he faced some type of loss as Allah said وَلَا يَزِيدُ الظَّالِمِينَ إِلَّا خَسَارًا it only increases the wrongdoers in loss just like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in another verse قُلْ هُوَ لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا هُدًا وَشِفَاءٌ وَالَّذِينَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ فِي آذَانِهِمْ وَقْرٌ وَهُمْ عَلَيْهِمْ عَمًا Allah said, say O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala huwa it is a guidance for those who believe and those who believe they find a cure in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so O slaves of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made this Qur'an a guidance, a mercy, and a shifa, specifically for the believers. And the ulama have said that the Qur'an, it is a shifa for three things. The Qur'an is a shifa for three types of ailments. The first type of ailment, it is the ailment and the disease of doubts and desires. That the Qur'an, it is a remedy for shak and reeb. It is a remedy for doubts. Just like it is a remedy for desires. Allah Azza wa Jal, He opened His book and He said, Alif Lamim, ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابُ لَا رَيْبَ فِيهُ فُدَلِّ الْمُتَّقِينَ Allah Azza wa Jal, He opened His book 
and he negated doubt from his book. And the fact that Allah Azza wa Jal has denied that this is a book of doubt, it means that this book, it is a book of certainty and sound knowledge. So the one who seeks cure by way of the Quran, whichever doubt he has, and how many are the doubts today, this person will find cure in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Azza wa Jal said, Inna hadha al-Qur'ana yahdi lillati aqwam That this book, the Qur'an, it guides to that which is most upright. That the Qur'an, it guides all the affairs of mankind. And it guides all of the affairs specifically of the believers. And this means that the Qur'an, in what it promotes and calls towards of beliefs, it is the most upright of beliefs. What the Qur'an calls towards and invites in terms of righteous actions, it is the best of righteous actions. What the Qur'an calls towards of akhlaq, it is the best of akhlaq. And so whomsoever takes towards the teaching in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will find himself elevated. And he will find himself to be from amongst those who are honored. For Allah Azza wa Jal says, Inna hadha al-Qur'an yahdi lillati hiya aqwa. That this book, the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it guides to that which is most upright. And so whosoever wants safety from the doubts, firstly, in terms of his belief, and doubts in terms of falling into desires, he must seek this by the Qur'an. For Allah Azza wa Jal has made the Qur'an a guidance, a mercy, and a cure for those who believe. The second type of cure found in the Qur'an, it is that the Qur'an it is a shifa for physical illnesses. And few are those who seek tadawi bil Qur'an. Few are those who seek remedy by way of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is a remedy for the heart, but it is also a remedy for the physical body. The Quran is a shifa for physical illnesses. Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala, he has a powerful statement with regards to the power found within the Quran in terms of its remedy. He said, مَا مِنْ دَائِمْ إِلَّا وَفِي الْقُرْآنِ شِفَاؤُهُ He said that it is not a single disease except that in the Qur'an its cure is found. There's not a single disease except that in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala its cure is found. عَلِمَهُ مَنْ عَلِمَ وَجَهِلَهُ مَنْ جَهِلَ He says whosoever knows it, knows it and whosoever is ignorant of this fact he is ignorant. And he goes on and he says, وَآيَاتُ الْقُرْآنِ إِنْدَ أَهْلِ الْعِلْمِ فِيهَا مِنْ أَجَائِبِ الْإِسْتِطَارِ وَمِنْ أَجَائِبِ التَّدَاوِي بِهَا مَا لَا يَعْلَمُهُ كَثِيرُ بِنَ النَّاسِ And he said that in the Qur'an, there is amazing remedies. And there is amazing cures. Whosoever knows it, knows it. And whosoever is unaware of it, is unaware of it. And he says most people do not know the power of the Qur'an in terms of its shifa for that which is in the abdan. 
But the Quran contains a cure for physical ailments. So we look in the life of the Salaf and at the end of them, the Sahaba radiallahu and how they lived with the Quran and how they used the Quran as a shifa and as a cure for physical ailments. Ibn Abbas, he came across a man who was afflicted with Ri'af. And Ri'af is a type of disease wherein the person has excessive bleeding from the nose. And the bleeding does not stop. A type of chronic bleeding. So what was his method in curing this person? Ibn Abbas, he wrote upon this person's forehead the verses of the Quran. And it was the following verses. وَقِيلَ يَا أَرْضُ بْلَعِي مَا أَكِي وَيَا سَمَاءُ أَقْلِئِي وَغِيدَ الْمَاءُ وَقُلِيَ الْأَمْرُ And this is in the context of the Prophet Nuh. When the earth had become flooded, that the rain poured down from the heavens, and it came from beneath the earth, the water came up. So he wrote this verse on the person's forehead, and this verse reads as follows, O earth, Swallow up your water, and O sky, withhold your rain. So this shows you the insight of this great Sahabi, who was known as the main interpreter of the Quran, the one whom the Prophet supplicated to Allah to grant him understanding of the religion and teach him interpretation of the Book of Allah. And so this person, by way of this cure, he was cured, because the Quran it is not a remedy, it is a cure. Allah said it is a shifa. <coughs> and just like in other occasions with the companions of the Prophet they came across an individual who was afflicted, who was stung by a poisonous animal or insect. And his followers had no way to cure him. And we all know the story. It is in relation to Surah Al-Fatiha. A companion went to the chief of this tribe and he recited upon him the Fatiha. And after this had occurred, they went back to the Prophet And the Prophet asked him the question, How did you know that the Fatiha, it was a cure? And so by way of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we find that many people found remedies from physical ailments. Ibadullah, the ulama of Islam, have listed various types of Hajr al-Quran. That there are various types of abandoning the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is derived from the following verse. The verse is Surah Al-Furqan, verse 30, where Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَقَالَ الرَّسُولُ يَا رَبِّي إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ مَهْجُورًا that the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He will complain to Allah Azzawajal And he said that my people have abandoned this Qur'an And there are many ways the Book of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is abandoned Not reciting the Book of Allah More importantly, not practicing upon the Book of Allah But from amongst the ways we abandon the Book of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is Adam al-Tadawi biha or Adam al-Tadawi bihi by not seeking remedy and cure from the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the third way the Quran is a cure 
is that, is that the Quran is also a cure for psychological illnesses, ain and sikhar. It is a cure for all elements, whether it be physical, or whether it be spiritual, or whether it be yani, psychological. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on one occasion, he entered upon Ja'far ibn Talib, or Ja'far ibn Abi Talib, and he had seen effects of the evil eye on the awlad of Ja'far. He saw effects of the evil eye on the sons of Ja'far. What did the Prophet do? The Prophet then recited Ruqya upon him. And so here we see, O servants of Allah, that the Quran, it is a cure. And performing Ruqya by way of the Quran, it is an established Sunnah and an age-old tradition. And for this reason, we find that the companions of the Prophet they were very eager, firstly, to cure themselves by way of the Book of Allah, but they also used to cure others by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by way of the Book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this was in conformity with the saying of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Whosoever is able to benefit his brother, then let him benefit his brother. And this is found in Sahih Muslim. So here we have to stop our servants of Allah. And we need to define and understand what is Ruqya. How do we define Ruqya? How do we understand Ruqya? And how do we implement it in our life? The definition of Ruqya, it is to recite ayat of the Quran and to recite supplications from the prophetic sunnah upon the afflicted person. This is the definition of Ruqya to Sharia, the prescribed type of Ruqya. It is to recite verses of the Quran and supplications from the prophetic sunnah upon the afflicted person. And this is the type of Ruqya which is encouraged and the type of Ruqya which is prescribed. Then we also have to know that there is a Ruqya which is considered to be unprescribed. Ruqya ghayr sharia. The Ruqya which deviates from the teachings of the Quran. The Ruqya which deviates from the teachings of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is reciting incantations wherein there is no mention of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rather, it includes summoning the dead and summoning and invoking the angels and summoning the jinn. Wallahumusta'ana. And when this type of incantations is done, it's very rare to understand what the person is saying. You recite certain words which resemble the Quran, but in reality, it is not from the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, the Quran and the prophetic supplications which is established in the Sunnah, in this is a shifa by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah Azza wa Jal has made it a means of benefit. Either a means of gaining some protection or a means of warding off some form of harm. And today, Ya Ibadullah, the diseases have become many. Many people are suffering from physiological diseases such as depression, such as desire, such as anxiety. They are suffering yani, from physical illness, cancer and the likes. 
people are suffering and the diseases have become many. And the cure, it always remains the same. The cure, it is the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But there's many reasons for the spread of these diseases. And it is due to shaitan. And it is due to shaitan overpowering us and overpowering our homes. Today we enter the Muslim home and we find that in the Muslim home you'll find open display of photographs and pictures. And this is something which is explicitly haram and the Prophet ﷺ prohibited this. He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, إِنَّ الْمَلَائِكَةَ لَا تَدْخُلْ بَيْتًا فِي كَلْبٌ أَوْ صُورًا The Prophet said in the hadith report in Bukhari and Muslim that the angels, they do not enter a home wherein there is a surah, wherein there is a picture, and where there is dogs. And so today you enter the Muslim home and we find an open display of photographs and pictures. We find an open display of people who put their wives on display without hijab. This is an attraction for the shaitan into our homes. Just like we find that many Muslims, they own dogs. And they make the exception, the rule. They make the exception, the rule. That there are certain times and reasons you can own a dog for protection. But then we go into excess. We find that Muslims even have dogs in their homes. Wallahu musta'an. And so, Allah Azza wa Jal, He has angels who protect His righteous servants out of His mercy subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the malaika who has come as a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they flee from the home wherein there is a surah, wherein there is a picture. And if the malaika flee from their home, then who enters this home? The shaitan enters this home. And the person then finds no protection from this evil. Allah Azza wa says, لَهُمُ أَقِّبَاتٌ مِنْ بَيْنِ يَدَيْهِ وَمِنْ خَلْفِي يَحْفَظُونَهُ مِنْ أَمْرِ اللَّهِ Allah Azza wa says, for each and every single servant of ours, there are successive angels, يَحْفَظُونَهُ who preserve him by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another reason we find that diseases are widespread and people have become afflicted with evil eye and demonic position and the likes it is due to the lack of recitation of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our homes either we recite the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala too little or recitation of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is weak or you find a lack of recitation of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in its entirety for the shaitan, he flees from a home where Surah Al-Baqarah is read. And he finds no shelter in such a home. So how many of us recite the surah? Ibadullah, the shaitan flees from the Muslim who seeks refuge with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He flees from the Muslim who seeks protection and safety with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just like he flees from the Muslim who recites the daily awrad. Today you find many litanies that is written. And these litanies are attributed to Sufi saints. Who we as Muslims believe that this methodology, it has deviated from the true and pristine al-Islam. 
And so few of us know the actual litany and the awrad of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The believer will constantly remembers Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and he attaches his heart to Allah Azza wa Jal. The shaitan cannot overcome this person. And the one who does not remember Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, he becomes a vehicle for shaitan. And he becomes, he becomes a place of rest for shaitan and shaitan overcomes him. أَقُولُ هَذَا الْقَوْلُ وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ لِي وَلَكُمْ مِنْ كُلِّ ذَمْ فَأَسْتَغْفِرُوهُ إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ الحمد لله وحده والصلاة على من لا نبي بعده وبعد إباد الله اتق الله حيثما كنت وأتبي سيئة الحسنة تمحها وخالق الناس بخلق حسن رواه الترمذي. The Prophet also exhorts us and reminds us and he says, O servants of Allah, fear Allah Azza wa Jalla wherever you are and follow up a bad deed with a good deed and interact with people in a goodly manner. Ibad Allah, how many of us recite the awrad of the Prophet how many of us know the daily remembrances which the Prophet taught his ummah as a means of protection from the shaitan? How many of us seek refuge with Allah Azza wa Jal in the evening and in the morning at the times when the shayateen spread out? Rukya al-Shari'ya, the prescribed type of Rukya which is taught to us in the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Prophet is the best forms of protection. And when the Muslim utters these remembrances with understanding and contemplating its meanings and he places trust in Allah Azza wa Jal and he has perfect reliance upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made these remembrances a form of protection and Allah Azza wa Jal commanded us to seek protection by way of it surely this person will find protection. So you are in the month of Quran, O servants of Allah, and we recite the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the best rukya you can do is that when you recite the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you intend that this recitation, it is an incantation, and it is a rukya for you. So in the month of Ramadan, we reconnect with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we recite the book, let this not be in vain. Rather, we intend by way of our recitation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protects us from all evil and He grants us shifa from all the amrad, that which is physiological, that which is external, and that which is found in the bodies. وَهَذَا وَصَلُّ رَحِمَكُمُ اللَّهِ عَلَىٰ خَيْرِ الْبَرِيَّةِ وَأَزْكَ الْبَشَرِيَّةِ صَاحِبُ الْحَوْلِ وَالشَّفَاءَةِ فَقَدْ أَمَرَكُمُ اللَّهُ بِأَمْرٍ بَدَأَ فِيهِ بِنَفْسِهِ وَثَلَّثَ بِكُمْ أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ قال الله عز وجل يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وزد وبارك على عبدك ورسولك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وارض اللهم أن خلفاء الأربعة أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وأن سائر الصحابة نبيك أجمعين وأن معهم بأفوك وجودك 
Ya Akramal Akramin Allahumma a'izzal Islam wal Muslimin Allahumma a'izzal Islam wal Muslimin Allahumma a'izzal Islam wal Muslimin Wakhdulu shirka wal mushrikin Wadammir a'da'aka a'da'a din Ya Al-Qawiyu Ya Al-Aziz Allahumma ansur man nasura dinak Wa kitabaka wa sunnata nabiyika Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allahumma kullahum nasiran wa mu'ina Wa hafidhan wa mu'ayyida Allahumma alayka bi'a'da'id din Fa'innahum la yu'jizunaka Allahumma arzukna tilawata kitabik Ala wajil ladhi yurdika anna ya arhamar rahimin Allahumma inna nas'aluka al-huda Wal-tuqa Wal-iffata Wal-ghina Ya arhamar rahimin Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana Wa fi al-akhirati hasana Wa qina adhab al-nar Ibadallah Rahimakumullah Wa aqibu al-salaah